Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, Trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Tonight, the crisis at the border with a record number of migrants last month crossing into the United States, with thousands bused to major American cities like New York and Chicago. The new showdown tonight over how to crack down. America is at a breaking point. The speaker and more than 60 House Republicans travel to America's southern border. Their demands as President Biden blames Congress for the crisis. Guns in America are looked tonight at a family's mission to change gun storage laws. We always taught our kids about gun safety, but there are so many places that kids go where guns are in the home. Winter's first major storm heads east with New York City, Philadelphia, and Washington bracing for the first significant snow in years. Ford recalls over 100,000 vehicles will tell you which models are affected. Clark for the win! And the amazing Caitlin Clark's buzzer beater. This is why Caitlin Clark will go down as one of the best to ever play the game. Good evening, I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us on this Wednesday night. We want to begin tonight with the southern border, where no matter what party you're in, there's agreement that something must be done to stop the unprecedented number of migrants coming across the border. But once again, while there is agreement on that, for decades, both Republicans and Democrats have been unable to pass comprehensive immigration reform. And as it stands now, President Biden has proposed $14 billion in new funding to hire new border agents, asylum officers and immigration judges, as well as new technology to combat the flow of fentanyl. But tonight, you'll hear from the new Republican Speaker of the House in an interview with us at CBS News why that proposal is being rejected. Here are the facts. A record-breaking number of migrants are crossing into the United States, an average of about 250,000 per month since August. And in December, the numbers hit an all-time high with more than 300,000. Well, today, a delegation of House Republicans are in the region to draw attention to the crisis. CBS's Omar Villafranca starts us off tonight from the border in Eagle Pass, Texas. Good evening, Omar. 
Good evening. House Speaker Johnson and the Republican delegation got a briefing and a firsthand look at the operations during this southern border crisis, something the local officials say has been burdening border towns. All we're asking them is go to the ports of entry. Even as House Speaker Mike Johnson and a group of more than 60 fellow Republicans were getting briefed near the U.S.-Mexico border, migrants waded across the Rio Grande. America is at a breaking point with record levels of illegal immigration. Thousands of migrants have crossed illegally in the Del Rio sector, which includes the border town of Eagle Pass, where Fire Chief Manuel Mello says the numbers are overwhelming. A big bunch would be probably 25 persons crossing at one time. That would be something big for us everybody to see. Everybody would be talking about yeah, it. Yeah, everybody would be talking about it. Now you're looking at uh, 600, 800, 1,200. 3,200. How much has your job changed? Drastically. It's changed drastically. Most migrants enter the U.S. illegally, but claim asylum, which means they can't be immediately deported. To share the burden, Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott has bused thousands of migrants to cities led by Democrats, including New York, Chicago, and Denver, where today an encampment was taken down, with hundreds of migrants moved into shelters already approaching capacity. And the buses keep showing up just outside Chicago and just outside New York City. They're targeting the suburbs to get around new local laws that require advance notice. As President Biden arrived last night at the White House, he blamed Congress for inadequate funding. But for now, Chief Mello says a federal problem is crushing small border communities. Hospitals overwhelmed. How do you think you would feel as a citizen having to wait because we've got three, four, five migrants inside. This afternoon, the Justice Department sued Texas over a new state law which would make it a state crime to illegally cross the border and would give the state of Texas the power to deport migrants. The DOJ says it's unconstitutional. Nora? Omar Villafranca there on the border. As we mentioned, Speaker Mike Johnson led this delegation of House Republicans, and he spoke with CBS News senior foreign affairs correspondent and Face the Nation moderator Margaret Brennan, where he points the blame for the crisis squarely at the president. On his first day in office, President Biden came in and issued executive orders that began this chaos. Um, Remain in Mexico is, is one of them. Uh, the, the catch and release program has created part of this problem. You could end catch and release. But you need the logistical and financial support to be able to do that. You need the judges. You need to be able to process people. We talked to federal agents about just that challenge. Yeah, well. We've... And that Congress has the purse strings to well, give them the money to do that. That's true. I'll quote to you the, the deputy chief of the U.S. Border Patrol. as He said, it is as if we're trying to administer an open fire hydrant. He said, I don't need more buckets. I need for the I need the flow to be turned off. And the way you do that is with policy changes. We're just asking the White House to mm -hmm. apply common sense. And they, they seem to be completely uninterested in doing so. And Margaret joins us now from the border. So, Margaret, what else did the speaker tell you? Well, Noor, the speaker said he does want a deal, but he has not been read in on what the White House and the Senate are negotiating. You did hear him mention that Trump era remain in Mexico policy, which requires migrants to stay outside the U.S. while their asylum claims are adjudicated here. Tonight, I spoke with a senior administration official who told me that while nothing is off the table, the Biden administration needs Mexico's help. It's a hemispheric crisis, and they're not going to, quote, 
stuff things down their throats. As for those asylum hearings, there are fewer than 800 judges in this country dealing with 3 million pending cases. The White House's funding request would hire more judges and help clear that backlog. All right, Margaret Brennan, thank you. And you can see more of Margaret's interview with House Speaker Mike Johnson. That's this Sunday on Face the Nation. Turning now to that deadly attack in Iran, a senior White House official saying just moments ago that it looks like the kind that ISIS has staged in the past. Two explosions killed nearly 100 people at a ceremony honoring a top Iranian general, a man who the Pentagon says was responsible for the deaths of hundreds of Americans. CBS's Ian Lee reports. Blood, panic and chaos after twin bombings in Iran today. Scores of people were killed when the explosions ripped through a procession near the tomb of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. Videos of the nation's deadliest bombing in more than 40 years showed bodies lying on the road. No one has yet claimed responsibility. The State Department quickly condemned the attack. Number one, the United States was not involved in any way, and any suggestion to the contrary is ridiculous. And number two, we have no reason to believe that Israel was involved in this explosion. Iran has had long conflicts with ISIS and Arab separatists that have carried out similar attacks in recent years. Iranian officials told state media the bags carrying the bombs appeared to have been detonated by remote control. Soleimani was a feared commander of Iran's elite Revolutionary Guard Corps. A U.S. drone strike killed him in Iraq in 2020. Thousands had gathered on the anniversary of his death when state media reports the first bomb detonated. A second bomb exploded 15 minutes later, targeting people fleeing the first. And tonight, despite the uncertainty of who carried out the attacks, it is raising concerns on rising escalations in the region. Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei said it will be met with a harsh response. Nora. Ian Lee, thank you very much. Back here at home, weather's a big story. A major winter storm system is plowing across the country, dropping rain and snow in the west. And while the northeast is bracing for what could be the biggest snowstorm in two years, Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. A storm that's been dishing out some serious snow and rain along the West Coast is on the move. Could become a significant snowmaker along I-95 in the Northeast by this weekend. There's where it sits, but it's moving toward Colorado and New Mexico tomorrow, producing snow here, rain farther south. As we get into Friday and Saturday, now notice the snow along I-70 through Kansas, rain and even thunderstorms down along the Gulf Coast, including around New Orleans. Getting into the weekend, this one becomes a bigger player now. Heavier showers and thunderstorms with a big mess farther north now. A mix, freezing rain, even snow. Saturday, the low really begins to form here off the coastline. Snow forming for us here from Philadelphia northbound and then really bombing out potentially producing big wind for us as well. How much snow are we talking about? In some pockets, as much as a foot of snow, including maybe near Hartford in Boston, but a large area here north from Maine all the way to West Virginia of five to eight inches is on the way. Mike, thank you. 2024 is a presidential election year, and this afternoon, former President Donald Trump filed an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, asking the justice to overturn a ruling that keeps him off the primary ballot in Colorado. Well, last month, Colorado's Supreme Court ruled that Trump is disqualified from holding public office due to his conduct surrounding the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. 
Well, Trump filed a similar appeal to Maine's Superior Court after the state's secretary of state there removed Trump from the primary ballot in March for the very same reason. Tonight, there is new information on the cause of that fiery crash in Japan involving two planes on the same runway. It happened at one of Tokyo's busiest airports in the wake of a devastating earthquake. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer is in Tokyo. At the moment of collision, a fireball. Then the Japan Airlines Airbus sped along the runway in flames. Today, the transport ministry said the passenger jet had authorization to land here. The Coast Guard Dash 8 did not. A transcript shows the control tower told the Japan Airlines pilot he was cleared to land, while the Coast Guard pilot was told to taxi to a holding point. The evacuation of the Airbus was textbook. With only three of the eight emergency exits accessible, the cabin crew got 379 people off the plane safely. Twelve hours later, this was all that was left of the plane. Investigators are combing the wreckage, in part to see how the new generation carbon fiber body withstood the blaze. An inquiry will now examine the aircraft's voice recorders and interview the pilots who both survived. The Coast Guard plane had been headed here on a relief mission to the area of western Japan devastated by an earthquake on New Year's Day. Destroyed roads have slowed the rescue effort, which now includes 2,000 military personnel and more dogs able to sniff out both the living and the dead. A race is now on to locate more than 100 people still believed to be buried in the ruins. Those rescue crews are facing enormous ob- obstacles. Not only is there no power, no water, no internet, no cell phone service in many areas, but the near constant aftershocks is making it very dangerous for them to crawl into those ruined buildings. Nora? It's an incredible story. Elizabeth Palmer, thank you. Well, tonight, the CDC says seasonal respiratory illnesses are surging across the country. This as 31 states and Washington, D.C. report high or very high levels of the flu. CBS's Janet Shamlin reports from the hard-hit state of Texas. Tonight, three-month-old Reese Prater is hospitalized more than 300 miles from home at Cook Children's Medical Center in Fort Worth, Texas, because it was the closest pediatric intensive care bed available. It must have been pretty serious. It was, yeah. He um, was on oxygen almost immediately when we got to the hospital. Um, His breathing was quickly getting, you know, worse and heavier. Prater has RSV. Back home in Amarillo, his three-year-old brother is sick with the flu. Cases like theirs overwhelming children's hospitals. In the past 24 hours, our emergency rooms and urgent cares have seen over 600 kids. That's a kid being checked in every two minutes to be seen by a provider. It's not just Texas. Across the country, there were more than 73,000 flu hospitalizations and more than 4,500 deaths, including 20 children. But fewer than half of children received this year's flu vaccine, the lowest in five years. RSV infections are dropping, but flu and COVID cases continue to rise. What's being done to accommodate the influx of patients? We've had to open up a second unit that was under renovations. Sometimes we have kids who are waiting to go to our ICUs who are waiting in the emergency room because we do not have any beds available. With kids heading back to school after a break, hospitals are bracing for a holiday hangover, another wave of pediatric patients. 
For Reese's mom, Marnie, though, there's an end in sight. Are you at the point you finally feel like you can exhale or not yet? Yes, I think so. Um, this morning was probably that turning point for me when we got there and she said he's been off oxygen for 40 minutes and he's doing really good. Doctors here at Cook Children's Medical Center stress it is not too late to get a flu shot. And they say while the flu season usually ends at the end of March, they wouldn't be surprised this year if it stretches into April. Nora? That's important information. Janet Shamlian, thank you. In the United States, nearly 5 million children live in homes with access to an unlocked or unsupervised gun. That's according to the nonprofit Brady United Against Gun Violence. And that could lead to tragedy. In our series, Guns in America, CBS's Rika Duncan spoke with two parents who turned their loss into a life mission. Kristen and Mike Song of Connecticut last saw their youngest son, Ethan, alive on January 31st, 2018. He was 15 years old. It was probably one of the best conversations I had ever had with Ethan. The day that he died? Yes, because after he got his braces off, Ethan was thinking about what his future was going to be like. But that day, while hanging out at his best friend's house, Ethan was shot and rushed to the hospital, where his parents learned Ethan had died. It feels like someone's physically ripping your heart out of your body while also shoving you off a cliff. And we were probably on the floor for five minutes just trying to cope with you know, taking the next breath. And then it occurs to you that your other children are about to get this body blow that will forever harm them. An investigation found Ethan was accidentally shot while he and his 14-year-old best friend were playing with a gun. That gun belonged to the best friend's father, but it was the 14-year-old who was charged with manslaughter and sentenced to probation, according to the songs. And because of state law at the time, the father could not be found negligent for failing to secure his firearm. Ethan meant nothing in the eyes of the law. Basically what the prosecutor said to us is, you need to change the law. Right now, 26 states have some form of gun safe storage or child access prevention laws. Last year, there were at least 377 unintentional shootings by children, resulting in 145 deaths. In 2019, the songs helped pass Ethan's Law in Connecticut, requiring all firearms to be safely stored in homes occupied by minors under 18. How confident are you that this will become a nationwide law? Well, I'm 100% confident. Because, Supremely. Yeah, because I will not stop until it's done. A growing number of parents turned advocates, fighting in memory of their children. Cherika Duncan, CBS News, Guilford, Connecticut. There was a terrifying scene in a Las Vegas courtroom when a man attacked a judge just as she was about to sentence him. We've got the details next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. 
So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. A Las Vegas judge was attacked in her courtroom today by a man she was about to sentence for attempted battery. Video shows the man jumping over the bench and pouncing on the judge. A court martial and a law clerk were among those credited with helping to stop the attack. The judge hit her head but is okay. It's unclear when her attacker, a three-time felon, will be back in court on additional charges. Crazy video. Well, now this consumer alert Ford is recalling more than 112,000 of its popular F-150 pickup trucks from the 2021 through 2023 model years. Federal regulators say a problem with the rear axle can cause the trucks to roll away when parked or lose power while driving. The recalled trucks have the trailer tow max duty package. Ford says it's not aware of any accidents caused by the problem. Police are searching for a woman caught on camera blowing past a school bus and nearly hitting children. We've got those details next. All right, we had to show you this. Police in Minnesota are searching for a 28-year-old woman who was caught on camera driving past a school bus and nearly hitting two children. Now, this happened last month north of Minneapolis. The driver of that red Ford Ranger has now been identified as Brianna Johnson, and a warrant is now out for her arrest. It was a buzzer beater you have to see to believe from who else? You know her. Iowa's Caitlin Clark. We've got the video, the points scored. That's all next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, the most exciting player in college basketball has done it again. Are they going to get the ball up in time? Clark for the win! Swoosh! Iowa's Caitlin Clark hit that three-pointer at the buzzer from the half-court logo to lead the Hawkeyes to a last-second victory over Michigan State. The reigning national player of the year scored 40 points for the 10th time in her career, the most of any Division I player in recent history. She is simply incredible. What a baller. Love her. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. 
And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure. Because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.